take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to another episode of From the Pit, the show where we talk about everything from cult-inspired infomercial harsh noise to tranquil slamming Kofifi core. <laughs> My name's Phil, with me is Mike. Hey. And we've got Frank. Yo. And Sam. Guten Tag. And uh, we're here to talk about a bunch of shit that we found on the internet. None of it worthwhile. No, <laughs> I don't know why you people are even listening to the show. Neither do I. I don't know why I do it. Yeah, it's... Pff, what else are you going to do? <laughs> in, the, in the air of professionality and uh, always being on goddamn point, um, Tom, I'm looking at the screen and I'm thinking that's a band from last week. Right I Look, I know. Um, Antaeus. Yeah. yeah. That's from last week. So, uh, hey, hey, we're smoothing it out as we go. <clears throat> that's uh, it's, it's what we got. <laughs> Ah, and this is what happens well, when we forget we'll the archive it, cards. No, no, we'll call it improv. There you go. <laughs> yes. Anyway. So. Yeah, just we're all we're all heading to our classes at UCB after this. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. That's 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 really throwing in the towel. <laughs> so first, you might as well might as well just hang yourself. We're gonna start with a band from Massachusetts. They're called Ritual Blade with their album Ritual Blade. So, Tom, let's uh, listen to some of Guilt. Spin that shit. Holy fuck. I almost yeah. just chugged my whole beer <laughs> while that was happening. <laughs> I had to stop myself like, whoa, whoa, what are you doing there? Come, that, come this, right down. That's one of this those, was extremely cool. It's one of those fucking riffs where you immediately start throwing your hand up to motion for a fucking circle pit. <laughs> yeah. So I was. I was getting some notes of uh, crossover, hardcore, obviously. Um, Definitely. You know. And and the riffs. I, I I fucking meant to, and I did for only about two minutes, listen to Discharge on the way here. Because okay. it was the last thing I thought of before I turned on Orchard. And um, <laughs> I don't know how to, I still don't, I can't confidently classify anything as D-beat. No, you need to, you need to spend some time. Okay, I'm going to just stop it. <laughs> I'll just stop it. You know what, that. man? <laughs> you, you will get there. You will, I will. you will learn. You will learn all the little the little hints and signs that nuances to just confidently say this is DB. Just listen to like glad you have faith in it. Like ninety percent of I the understand. the bands who are on my fucking battle jacket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember you always say Dysphoria, right? No, they're a hardcore band from PA. Well, fuck. 
Okay. See, you know what? It, it's an honest mistake, though, because 99.9% of D-beat bands start with dis. Yes. Discharge, yeah, so, disfear. Honest uh, mistake. Disfear. Dysrhythmia. I, I still love that quote that you mentioned from, was it Panzer Bastard? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, 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 there are two types of music, Discharge and, and Motorhead, and we play both. <laughs> Gold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they rock, too. Fucking so uh, getting back to Ritual Blade, these guys are what the young kids might say, fire. Yeah, the album is awesome. Just fire emojis also, everywhere. Fire emoji. Also, uh, lit. Yeah, light bulb. yeah. Light bulb emoji. Light bulb emoji. <laughs> lit AF. <laughs> Not gonna lie, little sad, cause you know had a band name Ritual Blade, had an album Ritual Blade. I was like, oh, I really hope the song's Ritual Blade. <laughs> nah. Stars didn't line nope. up that way. So this, uh, album, this album was released in November of last year. And you can find these dudes at ritualblade.bandcamp.com. And my second band bringing in is called Dark Habits and their album Cave Paintings. So let's just let's start with that, Tom. nice yeah um this is actually one of the bands that like i didn't get to spend enough time with but oh, i was yeah? considering bringing in yeah what do you mean it's 10 minutes long so <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> i like to listen to stuff like repeatedly yeah all right, all right, that's, right, that's right. a lot when i mean well, holy you know shit it, you know what sometimes sometimes it takes a couple listens to get the full impact i mean yeah. i i definitely think i'm gonna need a couple of couple of repeats to really wrap my head around this i mean it's like one of those one of those bands we bring in once in a while that kind of just tries to encompass fucking everything like every uh, just like black metal crust hardcore like every yeah. there is yeah. a lot going on and i'll go further to say uh track three self-exorcism is like uh ripped right out of the brain of author and punisher so that's their longest track and it's got a lot of like industrial sort of like noise elements to it i'm not mad at that no um, especially, I mean, like he said, uh, Sam said they're, they're cramming a lot in. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot going on here. The last song pity kind of plays out to some, uh, like, uh, vocal clips from mm -hmm. something, it's, you know, atmosphere, like an atmospheric track. So yeah, for a 10 minute track, dude, fucking who could really ask for more? Yeah. It's like, um, one of the bands I brought in last week, Antius, uh, I don't know how many people checked out the blood libels album in full but they make some really amazing use of um kind of like industrial type sound effects like a lot of chain sounds uh just a lot of really creepy really really unsettling 
uh, vo- uh, sound samples Dude, and vocal samples. I, I love when, um, when you talk about industrial influence in something and it's actual industrial as opposed to, like, the shit that Trent Reznor did. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, you, you Antius, go- Antius used some really creepy uh, industrial sounds. Speaking of creepy industrial from someone who's not normally, I mean, I know you're familiar with uh, Apex Twins' uh, Drugs album. Yeah. Dude, that first track with the chains and the... Yeah. That's creepy. That's a creepy song for an Apex Twins album. I, I, I'm giving you a homework assignment right now. Okay. I want you to go home tonight and listen to Hamburger Lady by Throbbing Gristle. Okay. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard of Throbbing Gristle. They were massively important in in early industrial and that song is still fucking unsettling i was gonna say it sounds disgusting it's very disgusting uh and there's a story behind it but i won't ruin it just go check that out tune in next week to on the pit when we reveal the story of this cropping gristle song yeah or you could just (laughs) google it you fucking lazy assholes (laughs) so you can find uh dark habits at darkhabits.bandcamp.com I'm gonna have to go check that out again. I don't. I don't know if our listeners are sensing a theme, but nine times yeah. out of ten, maybe more, these these guys are coming from Bandcamp. Yeah. Um. I, I remember when we first started off, you guys were like practically begging me to find fucking band. Like, stop giving us just YouTube links. Give us a fucking Bandcamp. <laughs> I mean, God any, damn it, fine. Anything, anything works where people can find this shit. You know what I mean? Websites, whatever. It's just. Bandcamp is like one of the go-tos nowadays. Yeah, uh, it's, I realized I it's, forgot all the details from uh, Dark Habits. Oh, um, did you? Yeah, yeah. That uh, album was released in May this year, and these dudes are from Glasgow, UK. Sorry, guys. All good. You got there. Yeah, it's it's all there now. <laughs> it's all on the record. Um, um I I want to say, Phil, fuck you. <laughs> I just read the uh, the band name and the song name. Yeah. I see what it's referencing. It's hilarious. Uh, it's hilarious. Are, are you sure you're getting the fucking references right? Because there wasn't anything too funny about the subject of that song. It, it okay. I I don't I don't know. It looks very uh. It's reminding me of SpongeBob. Should we stop keeping the audience in dark? Oh, oh wait, are you talking about my my first band? Yeah. Uh, I thought I I don't know why we we're talking about. I I was thinking about Throbbing Gristle. Um, <laughs> never mind. Uh, yeah, so I guess we're doing that right now, right? Yeah. Alright, uh, I'm not gonna say shit, just play this clip. I don't need it. I don't need it. I definitely don't need it. I 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 need it!
So that is a SpongeBob themed power violence band uh, called I mean, Goo Lagoon, <laughs> which is awesome. Uh, <laughs> I find it far less abrasive to hear a female doing the. Uh, how I don't know how you describe that vocal style. It's not a growl or a grunt or a scream. It's or power. A it's power violence, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it it was. I liked it better. Well, that was a uh, that was a song called Suds off of their album Life of Crime. <laughs> I, are, I, uh, I love this. I love this so much. Uh, th- actually, this is one of the few bands. Um, actually, quick quick admission, I I had never heard of most of the other bands people brought in on this show uh, until until uh, until they brought them in. But this is one of the few that I actually had heard before. Like I remember hearing about Goo Lagoon a while ago like probably a year ago and <laughs> i'm so glad that they continued to put out music <laughs> this is so good i love it i'm putting that on the yeah wish list it's uh, uh yeah it's kind of perfect i kind of lost my shit when i found it i like <laughs> um, i mean they have they have a demo called the patrick violence demo how how much better <laughs> does it get it, it, it really um yeah no I, I i really fucking love what they're doing uh they're based out of boston and you can find them at uh goolagoonhc.bandcamp.com i don't know where that southern well, accent came that from. makes me think that someone else had goolagoon.bandcamp that's possible which is hilarious I think, I think that's worthy of investigation i'm wondering if it's like i'm wondering if it was like some weird like indie band and now like <laughs> there are people looking for that band who then find this band instead like that's not right oh god i hope so that would be god uh, i hope so too uh, we're 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 doing it right now uh apparently it's just a page with no tracks or anything added some assholes just hanging on to it what yep. what a dick what a... let it go oh, fuck. fuck him yeah i don't know fuck him indeed fuck who- uh, Goo Lagoon deserves that, but uh, fuck it. GooLagoonHC.bandcamp.com. Go check that we shit have, out. The fact that we have Goo Lagoon as a band is enough for me. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty fucking awesome. Oh, um, totally. So, the next band I wanted to talk about is a band called Usurpress. I love that name. And uh, we're going we're gonna to play a track off of their album, The Regal Tribe, uh, called The Mortal Tribes. Tom? So uh, it's 
I, a lot of the time I bring in certain bands and I'm always like, I wonder what so-and-so is going to say about this one. And this is one I was like, I'm curious to hear what Sam thinks about these guys. Dude, <laughs> it's they call their music Death Crust. So, I mean, of course I'm going to like it. Yeah. This band, is <laughs> fucking, this band is fucking cool as shit. Which, you know what? They have another demo uh, or I, I don't know if it's an album or a demo. It's called Trenches of the Netherworld, which is the most metal name I've heard. <laughs> really that is like, that's one of those names that I wish I'd thought of. But yeah, yeah. That's... no, I like, I liked what I heard of Usurpress. I'll have to go back and listen to him some more. So uh, yeah, they formed in 2010 in Sweden. And, so they've been, uh, they've been around a while. Yeah, they've been doing their thing. Um this is another one of those situations where this particular album is on their uh, is on their their labels Bandcamp. So this one's at agoniarecords.bandcamp.com, uh, but you can also find their shit at usurpress.com, and they have some other stuff up on usurpress.bandcamp.com. So definitely check all of that out. Um, I didn't get a chance to really look at the website. Honestly, you're probably gonna find everything easiest from there. So. Yeah, I I like the band. They're pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, mid paced, growly. It's That's well, cool. you know, you know how I feel about mid paced death metal. You do like mid paced exactly. growly stuff. Exactly. And I brought in more of it this week. Surprise, really? Surprise, Spoilers! Surprise! <laughs> oh fuck you! <laughs> it's all right. I, I brought it. like a converge alike and power <sighs> balance or whatever. <laughs> Alright, uh, the last band I'm talking about this week is called Haunter, uh, and this is actually, uh, I'm talking about their album Thronodia, and I really wanted to play a specific section of a specific song, and of course I couldn't find that on YouTube, but they did have the same song on an earlier demo. It's slightly different, but you can still get a feel for it. Uh, so the track is called Apnoaic, or Polarized in, in Retrospective Contempt. Tom, go ahead and roll that one. So whatever that was, it was definitely blackened. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the that what, what I loved about them is, um, and I had to make sure to get that last segment in the clip because it's it's really beautifully melodic, atmospheric black metal, and then all of a sudden you get these like post rock segments yeah. that sound like something pulled straight off like a fucking dredge album. Or, or... see, 
Um, I, I checked out their YouTube video uh, that you included in the description. Uh, they, I believe they classify themselves as progressive black metal. And I'd say that's pretty fair. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. I mean, that's not something I've never, I've ever really known how to describe because I don't think I've ever heard a band describe themselves as such. I mean, I've heard black metal where the musicians obviously have more technical skill than you know, someone not really familiar with the genre might believe, but yeah, I mean, progressive black metal, that works for me. What I like about it is there are so many, um, of these modern, like atmospheric black metal bands who are, um, incorporating the same sort of post-rock and shoegaze elements. And I feel like what they're doing, um, even though it's, some of it is kind of post-rocky, it's like it changes the whole vibe of the song and you hear like the that whole album Threnodia is um just incredibly versatile like it's it's I well think it worth might a listen through I think it might take me a listen or two to uh to really get into it but I think I could definitely I mean people listening weren't able to see but like as soon as that change happened I just looked right up you like whoa, yeah. whoa what happened there like um yeah, so you can find them at hauntertx.bandcamp.com because they are based out of Texas. Uh, that particular clip was from their 2015 demo. I strongly recommend going and checking out the the version on Threnodia. It's so fucking good. Um, and there are some slight changes to it, if I remember correctly. So, well worth it. And uh, I believe that means we're moving on to Sam. Um, actually, wasn't there another band someone had? Uh, nope. no, that's it. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm mistaken and ignore that. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm super excited about both of these bands. Uh, the first one I'm going to, the first one I'm going to talk about is a band from Denmark. That seems to be another running theme with me lately is I brought in a lot of bands from, uh, oh wait, no, they're from the Netherlands, not Denmark. Um, they're called Undergang. I literally found these guys the day before yesterday. Um, shout out to my buddy Zach, who plays for an amazing death metal band called Outer Heaven. Check them out. Um, I'm pretty sure a, I've seen them. Yep. Prob- then you've probably seen my buddy Zach. Uh, if you've seen him recently, I believe he plays bass for them. They're very good. Yeah, um, yes, they I'll, are. If they're the band that I remember seeing. Yeah. Then I might have to bring them in at some point. Uh, so yeah, bon- bonus band for you guys. Go check out Outer Heaven. Those guys are badass. Oh. Um, <laughs> so the first band I'm bringing in this week uh, is a band from the Netherlands called Undergang. Like I said, I think that's how it's pronounced. It's the debut track from their upcoming album called Misanthropology. And the song is... Pr- I don't know how the song is pronounced. Um, I'm not going to try because I'll offend somebody in the Netherlands and I don't want to do that. Yeah. So I think the track will speak for itself. So, Tom, why don't you roll that?
So, oh, that bass was making a dirty, dirty noise, and I liked it. Dude. I, yeah, it's, I, it's a dirty, dirty girl. I was really thrown off. Um, like, between the recording quality and that intro, I was like, oh, this is real, this is real crusty. And then there's that huge fucking grand pause, and it's like, death metal. And I was like, oh, oh, sweet. <laughs> they, they threw you they threw you for a loop phil it, it's wonderful i want to fucking i want to listen to them and stomp down an alleyway smashing people with bottles <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah get this, riled this up is the, for the this pillaging. is the kind of sh- this is the kind of shit you hurt people too like this like the, like i i can't even begin to explain how much i love this like it's been a day and a half and they're already like this is already one of my favorite albums of the year. This is definitely going to be one of the heaviest, if not the heaviest, album of the year. Yeah. Under Gang, I, li- I checked out a bunch of their other stuff. This band does not fuck around Dude. at all. I mean, there is no frills, no bullshit to what this band does. They will just beat you. I, I that love is it. The whole point. I love it. I love the fucking. I love the recording quality. Like the fucking, the side of me that loves D beat and crust is like yes. <laughs> please like more of this um is, we, oh, oh in fact phil um go check out the album they released before this i can't remember how to pronounce it um you'll it'll it'll make you have a big cum <laughs> <laughs> okay like a big bloop a big cum just uh yeah so i'm, I'm not gonna say any more about that because i could go on all day um, God, you guys have no idea how much I hold back on some of the bands I bring in. Like, I could easily go on for thirty minutes straight. About oh, I some know. Of the bands well, I brought it's, in. it's hard not. It's taken us a long time not to do that. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. taken a lot of practice to not do that. <laughs> you know, we want we want to give people an idea and and a, and a sample, and then kind of move on. We, we but we are a show of cock teases. That's what we do. We yeah, provide it, musical cock teases. Exactly. Because if it gives you blue balls and then you go out and check out their shit and buy it, then it's mission accomplished for us. Right. And, and you will exactly. have a big, you will have a big cum. <laughs> uh, I promise. Uh, after after we after we've been edging you for an hour hour twenty minutes. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so the alt. Speaking of. Um, trying not to rant to rant and rave about a band for an hour straight. Uh, this next band is going to be my ultimate test to date of not doing that because this, this is like a top three albums of all time for me. Uh, this is, this is uh, another band from France, like Antius that I brought in last week. Uh, this is a band who actually just recently reformed uh their last album, I think, was in 2007. So it's it, they've been silent for a while. Uh, this band is called Archon and Faustus. And the album that I chose, uh, the, the, the album that I chose is called Perdition in Sinobolis. The song is called uh, Abortion of the Katavatu. I think that's how it's pronounced. Uh, and I'm going to save all my ranting and raving for after it because this is some shit that you just got to hear. So, Tom, go ahead. Thank you. 
That was fucking over the top. Those percussives were mind-boggling. Yeah, their their drummer is fucking god. He's a terror, dude. Like the the musical skill present on this album in in conjunction with the production value is fu- it's mind-boggling. The, 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 like, the, yeah, the, the, the fucking riffs, the 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 fills, the 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 fucking the the solos, the everything about that was like fucking perfect it was all how, perfect like, how do you like I, i'm not gonna lie it took i had to listen to this album when i first found it about probably three or four times before i could even understand everything that was going on i mean if i could if i could describe this band uh with uh, if i if i were to compare it to anything i would compare archon and faustus especially on this album to to a raving wounded animal that's caged up and dying but it's still just it still just keeps fighting and keeps tearing at anything and everything that comes close this shit is feral this whole album is just feral that's the only way i can describe it that's i mean accurate. you should see you should see the fucking booklet that comes with the album like the liner notes all look like they were written by an insane person they're they're impossible to understand there's a bunch of weird creepy photographs of like abandoned buildings and hallways and shit they're all super weird and creepy and unsettling and um uh i I should also say this is not representative of the whole album what you heard there are a lot of songs that kind of slow things down a little bit and there, there are breathers uh, there's a song called Saturn Motion Theology on that album that's really kind of great to, you know, after the fucking pummeling that is the first couple of songs, it kind of lets you, it kind of lets you breathe a little bit. And I mean, the album never, it never hangs on to one idea for too long. Like they don't stay on a, they don't say, they don't stay on a single idea for more than a minute or so. It's just constantly changing. The structures of these songs are fucking all over the place yeah um it's i i consider it to be like one of the most underrated and underappreciated metal albums ever made i mean it's like that was that was not enough i need to fucking listen to more of this i bought i ordered a hard copy of this album i think one day after i first heard it yeah i'm like frantically frantically looking through Bandcamp as we speak and um uh, they, they aren't on Bandcamp. yeah uh, they they're signed, I believe, with. Uh, I think they're. Oh God, who are they? I signed see with? in sperm. Uh, Osmo- Os- uh, osmosis. Okay. Uh, yeah, osmosis recordings. Um, Mordgrim has actually, uh, in sperma infernum up. That's a not very good demo. Okay. Okay. So don't bother with that. <laughs> uh, I I wouldn't recommend that one. I would say stick to their full lengths. Their full lengths tend to be their best. I think they did a split with Revenge. A few years ago nice uh yeah i think they i think their song for that split was called the toddler and the priest <laughs> jesus fuck yeah it's pretty fucked uh they actually have um actually if you want to hear them do the slow shit really suggest uh look up the song god will not forgive that's a fucking that that'll that'll make you lose some sleep cool all but, right yeah, pl- I can't say this enough. I am begging everyone listening to this: look up Archon and Faustus's per- uh, Perdition in Cenobolus album. It is fucking insane. Like I, I can't even begin to describe how fucking nuts this album is. 
Um, should we spell that? Because I think Arcana is spelled different than I'm accustomed to. Oh, uh, it's spelled A-R-K-H-O-N. And in Faustus, it's spelled I-N-F-A-U-S-T-U-S. Word. Dope. Very Dope. nice. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> well, Frank? Anyway, that's 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 enough of my bullshit. What do you got for us this week, Frank? Oh, what do I have this week? Yeah, what do you have? I've got a a nice little uh, thrash band from Italy oh. called Obliterated. Let's start things off. Tom, play that clip. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that double bass. So, not only were we dealing with some thrash metal, that's some fucking progressive thrash metal right there. I, I love the way that bass pops through. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's it, so good. Their fucking playing is amazing throughout the whole entire... That was off of... Uh, sorry. Forgive me for the team, The title of that song is Ouroboros. It's off of Fragments of Infinity. Ouroboros. And, oh my goodness, just tastiness all the way throughout. Yeah, fuck, man. It's, you know, it's funny because I was fucking, I was really amped about the shit I was bringing in this week. And we want to get like, what a fucking, what a ridiculous mix of bands. Um, it's hard to not find something to like if you're into metal. Yeah. Out of this lineup. The other thing I really... I, I, I liked pretty much everything about that. It was cool. Yeah. It was also cool because we all love our, our regular ass thrash metal our, and also our crossover and yeah. all oh, that. Course. Like, like you know, our, our standard timings and whatnot. Every now and again, like, we get our technical thrash and a progressive thrash like this. Sometimes the problem is once you go into, say, like the technical thrash, it just becomes old school death metal. It yeah. kind of loses its thrash feeling. Whereas. Uh, I, I kind of see. I don't quite agree, but I kind of see where you're coming from. I'm not from. saying all of them, but like the good ones, be it Tendler or Pre, they they keep that thrash element to them. I, I suppose so. Yeah. Y- you know what it is? There's something about, um, about thrash. It needs to stay. You can get technical, but there's you need to stay a little bit light with it. Mm-hmm. You know? Where um, I, I think that's kind of where I, I can agree with you where like some of these some of the more technical thrash bands like some they, they start to be a little less thrashy yeah. at certain points I think um, I think what, what I look for in a lot of I, I think what I really like to see most is 
thrash bands who kind of who kind of throw in that technical edge to go along with you know the traditional thrash but also uh at the same time do a lot of experimenting with uh structure and mm-hmm. composition um if you're a if you're a progressive thrash band and if you can also get really creative with structure that to me right there is that that's a win uh i think vector pulled that off pretty well i, yeah, I was just about I to still, say that yeah i still or, think though uh, I think one of, if anyone remembers, one of the first bands I ever brought in was a really old, kind of uncovered Russian thrash gem called Aspid. Yep. yep. I think I think they did it. I think they they have yet to be outdone. They were. I think they were years ahead of their their fucking time. Oh, I meant to say. Oh, totally. um, When you're saying Vector, uh, obliterated for one of like the first influence listed is Vector. That's of course, awesome. um, yeah. of course. Uh, also, something that I really dug about this album is it is a it is four <clears throat> tracks long, but it's still like about a half hour. So for a th- wow for a thrash album to be four tracks half hour, like you've got some different song structure yeah. compared to what we're, norm- we're used to. Well, that's, you know, there, there have been a couple standouts, uh, over the past couple years that we've brought in, obviously vector being one that we talked about quite a bit as well as Nylithia with mm-hmm. hyper thrash. That's who I just that's, mixed yeah. up. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, it, it's cool to see that there's, there's people who, uh, I think are starting to push the envelope again with thrash. Right. I mean, they open, they open the album with an 11 minute song. Jesus. <laughs> and I, I, I think, uh, I think it's long overdue for that kind of, for that kind of evolution to happen. Cause I mean, you guys remember it for the longest, we had that huge, uh, the only term I can think of is like a pizza thrash revival <laughs> where basically Everyone saw what bands like Municipal Waste were doing, and were just they were just like, "Oh, hey, we can go out and buy like shitty hundred dollar guitars and crappy little Line Six amps, and we can play, and we can buy a bunch of shitty vests and play terrible thrash metal." I mean, and because that because that was, was really big. It was, and, and it, I, I mean, the thing uh, is, like, that was that was more based in crossover than yeah. in, like straight thrash. Which is why it was so like, which is why it was largely a bunch of punk kids behind it because crossover has always been very, uh, very punky. Yeah, and I mean, I I think it I think it I think it took a band like uh, Power Trip to bring respect back to that, oh, which so I think they did. I did. Yeah, I did uh, venture down the Power Trip path and fuck. What'd you think? Christ, it's really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, buddy. Really good, my man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so proud of you just Re- real quick frank i'm what? looking at the nilithia um release date and um it, it feels real nice to see 2015 and we were doing shows yeah doing uh from the pit yeah and we're we're not exactly new to this game anymore yeah, man. next november's two years if you uh, uh around then. I feel like I'm still trying to prove myself, honestly. Oh please. Oh, we, you're good, man. I'm I look forward to Aww. chatting it up every Monday. I mean you could send Aww. nudes, that would help. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why uh, you haven't okay. done that yet. I, mean, I do have beautiful eyes. <laughs> if you can get them in the <laughs> pick, concern great, with one. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, just, guys, this is what happens when you try to be modest. 
Uh, Objectify yes. right away. <laughs> so, uh, if you want to hear more thanks, from Obliterated, which yes, I do. yeah, you do, you need to check them out at obliteratedthrash.bandcamp.com. And boom, there it is. Eight new fucking bands. I mean, Jesus Christ. Anyone who's actually following has to be just inundated with new music at this point. Inundated? Their wallet being just pilfered. Yeah, Yeah, to everyone listening, you guys have no excuse. You really don't. We bring you more recommendations than any fucking, like, AAA magazine or even website. And uh, I I feel like I I could give a little teaser right here and now. If we end up going the route of bonus content, uh, I personally will be bringing you just a couple more. And nudes. And nudes. And, and nudes. And, um, Apex look, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to post a bunch of dick pics. That's all the content's going to be. From the dick. That's all my bo- bonus content is going to be. I'm just going to say, here's a bunch of dick pics, and by the way, here's a couple of bands. Yeah. <laughs> keep, of bands. keep an eye out for our new segment, From the Dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thank you, Phil. You're welcome. I, I, pro- I, I promise I'll mix one. Of, I'll, I'll mix one of your dick pics in, and I'll never tell anyone which one it is. <laughs> oh, it'll be noticeable. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yours will be much. Is bigger. that a baby? <laughs> dick tag. <laughs> From the dick coming soon. <laughs> That's a play on words, there, sir. I, and I, I approve see what you did there. Yeah. Uh, aren't you glad you got me on this show? Uh, it certainly gives us a lot of episode titles. Um, I do believe it is time for the most prestigious spot on the show. It, it certainly, uh, certainly my favorite. Some might moment. say the most important segment in any podcast ever. Ever. Mm-hmm. That would be the brutal bruise. Brutal fucking oh. bruise. I'm fucking amped about this week. Yeah, this is a good one. Yeah, I know I don't drink nearly ever, but I'm excited to see what you guys are bringing in. Well, we're going to... I tend to like to start with the uh, the music. Um, Tom, just roll the clip. For any of you stupid fucks out there that have no class. <laughs> you would have to be stupid as fuck. That was Chapel of Ghouls off of Morbid Angels. Chapel of motherfucking ghouls. Off of Morbid Angels. Altars of Madness. Yo, I mean, seriously, who is fucking with that lead guitar? Who's Yo, fucking with that? Hold on. Never mind the fact. We just gave you, like, a minute and ten second clip, and you got two fucking leads. <laughs> two. They were just like, no, yeah. we're not fucking around. 
Look, at this point, at this point, for anyone listening, if you have not heard Morbid Angels Altars of Madness at least a dozen times in your life, get the fuck off this show. Just at ah, least until you've bother. done it. Go, go, go. Yeah. <laughs> leave the hall. Twelve so times you said. Leave the hall because you you are a, you are a false. It, it, you are a false. It's it's yeah. Do do your studying. Do your research. For and you know this this album came out in eighty nine. Okay. Yeah. Um. This is a fucking harsh punishing album. Like shit wasn't like this. I I can't <laughs> believe that in in two years it'll be thirty years old. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Like like this album is. Like, I, this is one of those albums, when I first hear death metal in general, I was probably around, uh, probably 17 or 18. Like, this is the kind of stuff that before then I had only ever heard, like, whispered about. I didn't know that shit like this really existed. Like, I was afraid to, I was afraid to see for myself. But man, once I finally, once I finally checked it out and developed a, an appreciation for it, it's like, oh God, I, I can't get enough of it. And Phil Phil knows this, but I am a huge, huge Morbid Angel guy. I love Morbid Angel. Like pretty much all their work to me is fucking amazing, uh, with uh, with the obvious exclusion, uh, the obvious exception of their last album, which was just an embarrassment in every way. But Altars of Madness is just oh god. Also, uh, quick bonus note: anyone who has not heard uh, the Emanations of Desolation compilation. God, it was a great rhyme. Um, look that up because it's back when they had uh, Mike Browning from Nocturnus on vocals, uh, and it's th- that. There's a really, really sick uh, early version of that song on that collection. So check that out too. So a few things I got to say, Phil. You were just saying the um, like God. Where were those those leads coming from? Apparently, he. Obviously, he did not give a shit about scales or anything like that. So apparently, he's admitted in an interview what he did is he picked like a position on the uh, the fretboard and would just start going nuts and play by feeling. That's way harder to do than it sounds. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, it, it is. I, I can I can attest to it. I've tried. I cannot figure out for the life of me how Trey Azikthoth gets his fucking lead ideas, which, especially especially on their early work. Well, apparently it was part of also, I guess, his motivation. His One of his motivating factors was he wanted to play something so out of this world, so heavy, that it made other bands want to quit and just go, no, we're not, we can't keep up with that. He's like, that's kind of mean, but he's like, that's what drove me to write what I wrote. I would say that's a good place to start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's kind of funny because, like, it's something you see in um, in rap culture all the time. Rap culture is, I, I once heard it said, rap culture is about supremacy, and it absolutely is. I have the, I have the the better chick, I have the better car, I have the better rhymes, I have more money, and um, there's kind of, it's kind of always existed in metal, just kind of unspoken. Like the two jo- the two genres honestly have more than a lot of people might think yeah it's uh i mean you look at like even fucking as cheesy as it is like uh metallica said at one point like back when they were first when they were playing house shows and shit like if they saw someone wearing another band shit they'd fucking tear it off and be like no this is our fucking shit like yeah at the time metallica was a fucking force to be reckoned with or like any stevie vi 
video ever with this fucking yeah. monkey grip guitar wanking all over the place. <laughs> well, yeah, that's just ah. masturbation. Um, oh, fuck. Um, let's say the first time I heard this album, I was 15. That's that's a hell of an age to that's a hell of an age to pop your morbid angel cherry. Oh yeah, it was. <laughs> like um, this this is this is an album that grabs you and just fucking beats you senseless. I will never forget because I still remember the day purchasing it. I purchased it at a Sam Goody. Um and I, I remember Sam Goody. I yep. put it up on the counter and there was this I thought she was I'm fifteen I thought the worker was insanely hot. Um you know, pale, dark haired girl working the counter. She sees the Morbid Angel scene. She goes, this is one of the greatest albums of all time. <laughs> and then it's like, all right. And it's yeah. like, hey, hey yeah. are, are you married by any chance? I was going to say, I like Man, your I was, shoes. I was, a little, <laughs> nah, I was a little bitch back then. Uh, <laughs> These days you'd be like, baby, come on. I'll, I'll take you to my altars of madness. What's your dad like? <laughs> What's your dad like? <laughs> 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 so obviously threw it on and shit was changed hearing this this was even at it being at that point in time fuck it was still uh, close like over 15 years old yeah at that point and it still held the same effect listening to it it I, still was punishing it was Morbid Angel is absolutely one of those bands. I mean, you know, I got into metal. Obviously, there's, like, the, the classic shit that everyone gets into, and a lot of us take the thrash route, you know? So, like, yeah, fucking some shit. Some of the, the thrash shit was, was absolutely aggressive when you get into fucking Sodom and Exodus and all the... But, like... Then yeah, you, but when more... Then you well, hear, but when Morbid Angel came in, it was something else. You You hear Morbid Angel, and you're like... Oh, this is what they mean when they say extreme metal. <laughs> I was about to say, um, there was an interview, I forget, in some Swedish magazine, uh, like when this was, he was talking about when this was released. He said up until that point, he was like, death and thrash metal were just, all that was lumped into, they called like brutal metal. And they were like, yeah, that's just all like the heavier stuff. But then authors of Manish dropped, and he's like, no, this is something different. This is something that we need to pursue. And said in Sweden at the time, they were like, fuck thrash metal. This is what we want. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and thus, like, every Swedish band was born. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, we can, we can sit here gushing over Morbid Angel all fucking day. But, uh, oh, the, we, could, you, we could probably devote a two or three part episode. You wiener sleeves got to talk about the uh, other part. Yeah. We do. There is um, another half to this segment. <laughs> so, an album as unrelenting and punishing as this deserves an equal beer. A, uh, a liquid poem to the glory of the hop, if you will. Yes. And if you don't know already, that is Stone's Ruination IPA. Oh, I have some experience with ruination. A double IPA, to be exact, with yeah. its with its a uh, IBU count of over a hundred. So this is a for you who might be a little little timid. Why don't you back the fuck off? <laughs> you can't handle this. When people say a hot bomb, this is a hot bomb. I mean, and I love you know it. It they came out with with 
it's it's technically Ruination 2.0. Um, and I love the description of like when Ruination first came out, no one was aggressively chasing hops the way Stone was. Mm-hmm. So that uh, that original version of Ruination was just mind blowing. And in it a was world stupidly strong. In, in a in a world where like. You know, that's become the big thing. So I've, I've heard people who are, are not as um, is not not as up on things just always refer to all craft beers as IPAs because <laughs> that's just where <laughs> the fucking market has gone. We call them true. assholes. Yeah, but yeah, we call those people we call those people the kind we don't want to see at a bar. There are <laughs> there are so many IPAs and so many of them are. Oh, we're we're hoppier than this, and we're hoppier than and um. No, you're not. Stone, like yeah. Why don't you just shut the fuck up and make your beer? Stone Brewery has, in my opinion, always been the king of the hop. Uh, so when when they dropped two point oh, and they were like, well, we needed a new thing to dominate the market. Never mind the fact. Not only did they increase the, it's a hoppy fucking beer, but. I don't remember it being 8.5% originally. I think it was like 7.7 or 7.9. Yeah, it may have been. Um, yeah, they they snuck they snuck in a little more power. Yeah, they're like, pff. so we think we are amateurs. I'm not going to lie. I've been drinking kombucha for like the last two months, and that's got my, <laughs> my bitters up to, up. I've been practicing my bitters. Nice. But that really opens up the uh, hot profile. Um, Big time. One of my friends... You know, he- yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, years ago, when I was introducing the craft beer, he had a stone ruination. He loved it. He drank it. He then bit into a grapefruit and <laughs> laughed at the sweetness. So, um, <laughs> so funny story. Uh, I actually get a um, flavored kombucha with grapefruit, and I've never tasted the sweetness come through like that because essentially kombucha tastes like fucking vinegar soda. So, uh, so. <laughs> Mike is uh, confessing to being a hipster right now. Uh, grievously. <laughs> I'm not fighting that anymore. <laughs> I also, for those who don't know, uh, it's called Ruination IPA because of the immediate ruinous effect on your palate. All other food and drink <laughs> become bland in comparison. With that being See, said, listen to, especially at the time, Morbid Angels Altars of Madness. If you listen to anything else true. at the time, you were just like, oh, God. That's. I thought I, that so, was heavy. It's I, so tame. I didn't even put shit together that way, but you're absolutely fucking right. This fucking pairs on all. Oh, it's it aggressive hot profile. Fucking aggressive ass death metal. Like these. These were fucking meant for each other. See, I believe I have the. I believe I have the perfect simile uh, to to sort of cap off this whole this whole discussion here. Um, giving somebody. Uh, a glass of ruination IPA and at the same time making them listen to altars of madness. It's like, especially if they've never really had experience with either thing. Uh, it's like taking somebody who's never fired a hand <laughs> and putting a fucking 44 Magnum in their hands and telling them just pop it off. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know what? You're going to be fine. I believe in you. You're you're a tough kid. You this can is, handle it. That's an, and then when it and then when it flies back and hits them in the fucking forehead and splits it open and they're crying on the ground. You just think maybe this just isn't for you. 
I was going to say, like, you either it's have... Not like, it's not like you were being completely unfair or cruel, but, you know. It's, um, you know. there's going to be either two responses. Either it's going to be the, oh, God, no, I want no parts of this. But then there's a select <laughs> sick few like us that are just like, yeah, yeah, I like the way that Dr- hurts. They, <laughs> drinking? They, 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 grab, they grab the bull by the horns and they decided to hold... Drinking this beer while listening to this album is like the exact polar opposite of a sensory deprivation chamber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so a sensory overload. Yes. Yeah. Hot. I believe that. I believe that's the term you're looking for. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I uh, think I think people know what they need to do at this point. They well, need to. Well, you sh- should already have a copy of Morbid Angels: Authors of Madness. So throw that on. Get a six pack or maybe some bombers of Stone's Ruination. Have yourself a little good time. Highly recommended. So uh, you know we're we're doing something. Uh, well, should we should we cover? Let's see. I probably should have mentioned this ahead of time. Should we should we cover Summer Slaughter before the discussion? Let's get that out of the way. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I'm really looking forward to this discussion. Yeah, me yes. too. Actually. Um. So, Summer Slaughter has, the lineup has been announced for this year. And, uh, my God. Yeah, you know, anyone who's been following us for a while, um, especially if you've been with us since the the YouTube days, um, the last time we talked about Summer Slaughter, it was a laugh fest. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because (laughs) that last Summer Slaughter was a pile of shit. Um, who was who? Who was on that? Just to, like a, it, a brief recap. Who uh, was on the last? Just slaughter? almost literally the Sumerian records lineup. Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's 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 all I need to know. That's it. So you know, um, when when shit goes south like that, I just assume. Well, at this point, it's gone to it's gone to those people, uh, <laughs> and then this happened. So we've got. Lorna Shore, Betraying the Mars, Rings of Fucking Saturn, Motherfucking Origin. I don't know if any of you have ever listened to Origin, but that shit's fucking awesome. Um, Slaughter to Prevail, Oceano. Now these next three. Hoo-hoo. We've got the Faceless. Ready to fucking shred you. We've got Dying Fetus. That's right. Motherfucking Dying Fetus. Wrong 12 to fuck. We're wrong 12 fuck with. Yeah. <laughs> now, the pre-order, by the way, that comes with a full. I got it. I got my knife in. You know what? I I gotta say, if this had come out back when Tipper Gore and the PMRC were at their height, they would have they would have had a collective stroke. <laughs> yeah, like the entire PMRC would have died. Um. So, at the top of the list, now get yourselves ready. Take your pants off. You are going to ejaculate. <laughs> it's Black Dahlia Murder playing Nocturnal in its entirety for its 10-year anniversary. God fucking damn. I mean, that's a mic drop. Like, I read that and I was like, oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> like, that and Unhollowed are my favorite albums by them. So for them it, to play it, one of those albums in its entirety, I'm, I'm just going to... The whole time they're playing... I'm just going to be spewing gallons of cum. 
you will have your, you will have yourself a very big. This has cum. been a very jizzy episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just I mean, about to say that. I, I I mean I jerked off to a bunch of the bands we played. Well, when we're dropping this Ooh, fucking we can't porn, see you. you could like, be doing that the whole time. Can I can I can I make one quick admission that I think is going to cause a lot of right now? I would go to this ninety nine percent for dying fetus. That's completely fair. Like. Because I'm not, I'm not really a big fan of any of the other bands, but goddamn, do I love Dying Fetus? They're <laughs> so good. I've only seen them three times live. <laughs> all three times were fucking amazing. I can listen to War of Attrition all the way through, like three times over, and just like I won't get bored of it. It's no. fucking great. I love Dying Fetus. They're a fucking awesome band. But, yeah, I mean, needless to say, um, this is at the very least. A huge step up from what they did last year with this fucking tour. This is fucking. This is what they need to be doing. Yeah. All the oh, time. you mean like, Sumerian Records, the showcase? Yeah, uh, I was. I don't even want to. I'm. I don't. <laughs> fucking yeah. Yeah. So yeah, y'all. Now the only thing that stinks. I'm still. Me and my buddy Brian are still going to make the drive. Um, our two options because they're not playing Philly, is either Reading, or. Uh, Reading, Pennsylvania, or Sayreville, New Jersey. Neither of those are a bad drive. I'm leaning towards Reading because it's the weekend and I don't want to deal with shore traffic. Yeah, where where is it at in Reading? Because <coughs> uh, I know there's uh, there's like a, a small arena they do shows at there. If you which give is me likely where it's going to be. One second, I can actually just pull that right the fuck up. If only they decided um, to play in Redding, California. Reverb. It looked like it landed on your keyboard, whatever fell off your head. Oh, yeah. Reverb's a, Reverb's a cool club, man. Yeah, and Sayreville's Starlin Ballroom. Yeah. No, Re- I, I would definitely make the trip out to Reverb. That's um, It's cool. I go there uh, almost every year for Tsunami Fest, and it's always okay. a, a good time. I'm, I'm super pumped for that. Um, <laughs> just a uh, a quick reminder while you. we're on things that are coming to the area, because um, I know I mentioned it a while back, but on July 26th, uh, Green Bastard will be at the fire in Philly, so oh, don't going, forget that, and dude, we'll make sure. That fucking week is going to kill me, because <laughs> I'm, uh, Summer Slaughter is the 28th. Oh fuck. Yeah, and then this is hardcore is I'm doing all three in the of middle them. of it. Like I'm not doing all of this is hardcore. Right. I'm doing one day, but I'm gonna do Green Bastard, Summer Slaughter, and then a day of This is Hardcore. Holy is shit. Is there going dude. to be anything left of you when you're done? No, but yeah, what a way to come. fucking go. Are are you just gonna come back a bloody torso? <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> I've accepted that. I'm okay. We'll just you know prop what? it up in front of the mic. I am glad that you've resigned yourself to your fate. Press F to pay respects, everybody. F. 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 <laughs> so, uh... I... I yeah. don't know if I mentioned this last week. I've got my copy of Necrot's Blood Offerings in. Oh, nice. Oh, I, I think so you glad. did mention that, but... <laughs> oh. I just discovered this band completely independently of you guys. How? Like, two days ago. fucking They great. are so fucking good. That is going to be, like, a death metal, like, classic. Like, I believe that's going to be an album that we look back on and, like, god damn, that's fucking good. Like... I listen, I listened to Necrot's Blood Offerings all the way through the day before yesterday, mm-hmm. yesterday, and today. 
I have listened to Necrot's blood offerings three times since mm-hmm. I found it. And it's it just gets better. Yeah. It's like like you guys know me. I'm like Slugathor, Bolt Thrower, Desecracy, all this fucking crazy cool mid-paced death metal. This is just like perfect. Like Necrot are fucking great. If you haven't heard them, go check them out. Thank you so much for mentioning them. They are so good. Mm-hmm. Dope. So uh, we're gonna do something we haven't done in a while. Um, a long yeah. while. Thanks to Sam. Um, we've got I had a, to do it, guys. We've got a discussion topic this week. So Sam, if you want to give kind of an overview of that. Oh. Okay. You're okay. Since since uh, since I'm the one who suggested, I guess it does fall on me. Um, this is going to be the episode, well, this is going to be the part of the episode where we might stir the pot a little bit Oh, everyone's with, gonna hate with us. some of our, with some of our listeners. <laughs> uh, and if you guys listen to us often, you know, we don't really do that. We like to, you know, we, we like to just have fun and keep things positive, but this time Except delving a little bit at. Yeah, we're delving a little bit into negativity here. And the discussion topic I brought up, because we haven't done it in a while, is talk about an album or a couple albums that everyone else seems to adore, veer. Hello? Uh oh. Oh no. Sam. Sammy? Fuck. Are you fucking kidding Dan's me? Best work. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Uh, dude, you and cut out for like. Like a good 10, 15 seconds. Too. What? Really? Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Um, okay, am I back on now? Yes. You're, yeah, yeah, you're on at the moment. Okay. So, okay, just to give a quick TLDR version. Albums that everyone thinks are fucking great, think are subpar at best, and do not even come close to representing their best work. Yes. Um, right on. So, time to stir the pot a little bit, guys. Who wants to... Uh... I will. Okay. I'll fucking start oh. this off. Um, oh, thank, thank fuck. So, uh, I know Phil and Mike. You know, I'm a big Slayer fan. Yeah, I love Slayer. Now, I know where I know where this is going. You might. Um, there's an album that they did that everyone seems to to praise that I was not the biggest fan of, and that is Seasons in the Abyss. Oh, you made me mad right. At- Hold. I am severely upset. No, no, no. I will explain why. You fucking better. So, the first half of the album, like every, well, a little bit more than half the album, pretty much everything up to right past Unhollowed Point, or Hollowed Point, sorry, um, like, is great to me. Blood Red is kind of meh, but, like, War Ensemble. Fucking, I was like, this is a cool song. Blood Red, I'm like, eh. Spirit and Black. Fucking killing it. Spendable Youth. Awesome. Dead Skin Mask. Ugh. And Hollowed Point, my favorite track of the album. Are you trying to tell me that you don't think the title track and um, Skeletons of Society aren't fucking perfect? Nope. Sorry. Fuck you. I think Fuck wow. you so hard. I think, <laughs> I think after Hollowed Point, the album just fucking falls off. And I... See, for... For me, though, the only song on that album that I do not think is good is Temptation. That's it. To me, everything else on that album is fucking primo. I don't know what it is, but, like, after Hollowed Point, I just, like, I'm I'm bored. Like, when the songs start playing, I'm like, I'm, I'm, it pretty much, I would listen to Hollowed Point, 
Hollow Point would end, and I would change the CD. See, um, okay, I should I should say this right off the bat, though. I understand where you're coming from. I get it. I really do. Like this, this is an album that, for the longest time, I remember it was really controversial because it was an album when Slayer decided, you know, hey, maybe we should be a little more dynamic and try a couple of different things, and. I, I think for the longest time, it was one of those albums where you loved it or you hated it. I mean, there was some middle ground, like, you know, you, you kind of fall into the middle ground. Yeah, but like but, they were, yeah. I feel like they changed things up with the album before it with uh, South of South Heaven. Of, and South I Heaven. loved South of Heaven. Actually, I got to say South of Heaven has uh, the most underrated Slayer song of all time, which is Silent Scream. Yeah. God damn. I love that. It is the best song on that album. That album. Besides their, besides their cover of Dissident Aggressor. Yeah, man. I mean, this is one of those situations where, like, I, I, I can't make you like something. You know, <laughs> you feel how you feel about it, but I just, I, it I, just oh. doesn't. Make, I, it's point, just, I don't get it. I had a heated, one time, a pretty heated argument with a, uh, a person before because they were saying that that was their favorite Slayer album, and I it's told them that their opinion album. is wrong. <laughs> okay, like, that's the point where I gotta stop you. Fuck you. <laughs> no, oh, I was I was completely being a dick, but like, yeah, like kinda. I'm fucking sorry. Like when you have, <sighs> we've covered on brutal divine intervention. True is fucking fantastic. Um, underrated, highly severely. underrated. That was like to me. That's like their most progressive album. Like they had weird it, timings and like. Yeah, they did. Like I I I really want to see people stop disrespecting divine intervention yes seriously guys everyone out there <clears throat> stop disrespecting divine intervention <laughs> it's such a good fucking album it is uh you also have even in later you have god hates us all that album is fucking great yeah like, i can't i can't fucking stand that album Fuck it is you. so it is so boring it is so monotonous. The song structures and chord progressions are almost exactly the same on every single fucking song. Like, yeah, Carrie, we get it. You can go open three, five. Fuck off. <laughs> Guess what? You know what, man? I'm not mad at that. Guess I, what? And I love every fucking second of I, it. Like, I, well, you know what? I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to sit over here. I'm going to sit over here with my copy of seasons in the abyss and I'm going to give you dirty looks. I, um, <laughs> I've always, okay. as much as uh, I, I, I love Carrie King, I've always thought he was one of the most overrated guitars. Yes. Oh, I, oh, oh now, yeah. oh, Jeff Hanneman I'll just come, hand. I'll just come straight out and say it. Slayer was Jeff Hanneman's band. Yeah. He was yeah. that band. That's why, though, like, songs on that album, um, such as, fuck, I fucked up. Um, actually, sadly, it's a fucking Carrie King song, uh, on that album that's, the music is kind of all right. Uh, New Faith. And like Jeff Hennem apparently was telling him when he heard the music, he was like, dude, this sucks. And <laughs> Carrie's like, hold on. I got, I got some pretty good lyrics for it. And like, and yeah, when everything, ca when everything came together, it was fucking amazing. Like, God damn it. Also, you, sorry. Pre-seasons of the abyss. What we fucking have ob the obvious uh, rain and blood. We have. I swear to I swear to God, if you forget, show no mercy. I will reach through this mic and strangle you, motherfucker. I will not forget show Good. no mercy. Fucking thank you. I remember learning a uh, tormentor on a uh, bass and being so happy. 
I'm actually all about evil has no boundaries. That is oh, such yeah. a fucking banger. Yeah. No one pays attention to it. Oh, so before we go too off the rails with Slayer discussion, um, <laughs> and seeing can how- I can I bring my can I bring mine in real quick? Absolutely. I am gonna I am gonna stir some fucking shit up for this among all the the thrash purists. Um, uh oh. But I will stand by it till the day I die. Fuck you if you disagree. Um, I'm just gonna say this right off the bat. Who here likes Exodus? Me. Uh, do you like Exodus? Of course. I'm gonna say this right now. I do not give a flying fuck about Bonded by Blood. Whoa. I have never given a fuck about it. I Hold do not on. care. It is influential. It is important. But do I think it is a great album? Not really. I think you not just gave you com- Frank a fucking heart attack. I, Did I? Like, Sam, I thought I thought we were cool. <laughs> I thought everything was okay. <laughs> I thought we got each other. And you come in here and you spit in my fucking face with and that you know what? trash. I, but you know what? I'm gonna prov- I'm gonna provide context for it right now. All right. You know, see, okay. Actually, I shouldn't say I don't give a fuck about it because you know what? Actually, that's that's just a little bit of hyperbole on my part. Um, I respect Bonded by Blood as an album because it was a it was a huge milestone for Exodus in their career. It came along and it gave people an idea of what they were about. But to me, it is just that it is an idea. It is a basic formation in my eyes. I mean, honestly, if I want to listen to any of the songs on that album, I will just live recording, which are infinitely superior versions of that song, Uh, which leads into one of the reasons I don't like that album. The production is so bad. Like it sounds so awful. Like I I just, there are, I won't disagree with that point, but I always kind of enjoyed that rawness to it. It does. It see, it's it's one of those albums where the rawness I feel doesn't really work for it. I mean, I don't think it helps it. It's not. It's not like the red in the sky is ours, where the rawness like actually lent itself to. I don't think Bonded by Blood has their best riffs. I don't think it has their most iconic lyrics. And I just don't think it's the album of theirs that really displays the best of what Exodus can do. Whoa. If I were to pick that album, I would pick uh, Fabulous Disaster and Impact is Imminent, no doubt. I am a huge fan of Steve Souza-era Exodus. I think it's the best material they ever came out with, especially Fabulous <laughs> Disaster. And mostly because of the song Verbal Razors, which I think has some of the most incredible riffing ever written in Thrash. Yeah. And I would put it miles and miles and miles above Bonded by Blood. I mean, you're not wrong. It's just, like, for me, there's something, too, that hearing, you know, hearing what it's going to be. Like, I love that history to the album. That like, And I, and I respect that, that. That, you know, what came after wouldn't have been had it not been for what they discovered about themselves on that particular album. Okay, I think I think you're kind of missing what I'm saying here. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not at all. I get that. That like, no, I wouldn't call it their best album. And yes, things got better afterwards. But I mean, they're like their worst album. Well, I wouldn't say it's actually. You know what? Well, I didn't say it was their worst album. I said it's the one I care the least about. 
Okay. It's like it's one of those albums. It's like you know, I acknowledge I acknowledge its importance in Exodus's history. I just I also think people, whenever somebody tells me that they think Bonded by Blood is Exodus's best album, I will say though, I'm like, uh, really? Do you really think that? Uh, yeah, like, I mean, is, is that is that really where you're coming from? That's just kind of foolish. Like, it's obviously yeah, not their absolutely. greatest work. No, <clears throat> and I and you know, I can I mean. I see where you're coming from with it being so insanely praised when I do think it like a lot of their albums that were much better um, from from really every aspect kind of get overshadowed by people just looking yeah, at it. I suppose the root of this problem actually, you know, yeah, I think a lot of the root of this is the fact that a lot of people just mindlessly will praise bonded by blood all day it's just bonded by blood bonded by blood i'm like dude they have other albums i okay albums that i would argue are far superior now i'm seeing okay so yeah it's less about the the album itself and more about the fucking response that you see to it not really it is it is also very much about the album because they're they're i mean i thought we were going that was the response they're there are a lot of aspects about the album that I'm not fond of. I don't, like I said before, I don't think it has the greatest riffing. Mm. I don't think the soloing mm. is as good as what Gary Holt and and uh, Rick Hunnell would later go on to do. Um, I don't note. like the way it's, I don't really like the way it's mixed either. I mean, say, say note, Gary Holt's a boss. Oh, dude. Like his solos on verbal razors, just big comes. Big comes. <laughs> Um, so let me, let me finish this by saying I got a little bit heated. Um, if you love bonded by blood, that's cool. I don't care. Enjoy it. It's just not my favorite album of theirs. And I don't think it's, I don't think it's indicative of Exodus's best work. I'm not like, I'm not trying to shit on Exodus's legacy, much less Paul Bailoff's. Cause like, listen to the, listen to the live recording of another lesson in violence is fucking amazing on that album. Like his vocals are so harsh and crazy and on point. Um, it's just, I think he got better with age. Sure. I mean, I won't disagree with that. Yeah. I just, I'm just going to say this to everybody. Don't hate me just because I don't care for bonded by blood. It's just not an album that I've ever really loved. Yeah. I mean, you know, everyone, everyone's got different opinions on shit, man. Um, (laughs) I'm going to I'm going to throw one out there that I think will also uh stir the pot with a, a totally different audience. Um and this is this is blasphemous. Um <laughs> oh, and Phil. a million tattoos take all the shit on you. A million tattoos are about to jump off of people's bodies to come kill me. <laughs> oh god. Um, oh god. <laughs> I don't care for Converge's Jane Doe. I don't like Converge. Well, I, but I mean, what? yeah, you're just not into the style. But I, no, I, it's I can't, not my thing. I'm going to take the opposite approach and say that Converge's first like five albums are not only recorded differently enough, but uh, written different enough that like some people like uh, No More Heroes, and some people like Jane Doe, and some people like you know. I mean, honestly, the the converge that clicked in for me was Axe to Fall. Really? Yeah. It took that long. Yes, it did. 
Hmm. I can't agree with that, but that, I mean, for me, there was. I get it. There was a higher. There was. <clears throat> I can hear Mike's like penis and balls shriveling right now. I, rage. <laughs> <laughs> for, for me, just, I, surprised. Uh, um. And maybe it's just because of some of the other bands I listen to that are within the genre who have been for just as long, if not longer. Um, Like, it's not that anything about it was bad. And in some ways, it is one of these instances of, like, I got so tired of hearing about it when I was like, well, you know, like... What about All Else Failed? And what about fucking yeah. this way? What about all these other fucking great bands who are doing the same thing? In some instances, I think better than Jane Doe, personally. Um, and when I, you know, it took years of a friend of mine hounding on me. He's like, you know, they're not that bad. And I was like, yeah, no, they're not terrible. I just don't fucking care. And <laughs> when I... Uh, when I finally, when when he finally pushed me into listening to Axe to Fall, um, I was like, "Wow, there's," because I know their their level of technical proficiency, and I don't think they really displayed it nearly as well until that point. Listen, and that's where I can't really draw any critiques on your argument because I, as a fan in their early albums, had to struggle to understand what was happening in the albums like it's really poorly recorded in certain albums yeah that certainly didn't help anything but um like especially anything before jane doe and even i i I don't know i don't agree that necessarily there was other bands doing it better because i think converge really forged you know a path I don't think they did. I think they just got more recognition amongst, like, scenester metalcore kids. Uh, I will I will say, um, I can't really contribute to this particular band because I heard, like, half the songs off of Jane Doe, and, and I got to the point where it's just like, oh, fuck, I don't care, and I just went... <laughs> just I, I went back to listening to, like, you know, Carcass or whatever I was before. But, I mean, I do feel like for the longest time, everyone I knew who was into metalcore or anything like that, um, every time I tried talking music with them, it just inevitably the subject of Jane Doe would come up. They're like, oh, you've got to listen to Jane Doe if you haven't heard it already. you got to check it out. It's fucking amazing. It's the best thing you'll hear. See, and that's... And, that's, and that's, I, would come, I would come back and be like, I heard it, man. I, it's not my style. I don't care that's the real like, stop, question stop to- yeah stop talking to me about converge and man some of the fucking death looks i would get when i mentioned that i didn't like converge or especially jane doe like man it <laughs> i feel like i feel like there were one or two people who might have like almost tenured our friendships over the fact that i didn't care about converge or jane doe see i, I subconsciously kind of knew or always acknowledged the fact that pre-ax to fall Converge is really like if you're not into them by now, you're never going to be. And I really can't stand when uh, topically people really harp on a singular thing, like it's the only thing out there. So I mean, I would say to you, maybe had that not happened to you, you didn't get Titanic because that's what happened to me with the movie Titanic. It's just like 
it, Titanic was also Titanic was also just not that great of a movie. If it was good, <laughs> I would never know because all I do anymore after getting like, I mean, jammed down my throat is fast forward to tits. Like I mean, that, that's to be it. honest, the only scene if, that if, I saw. If I want to see Leonardo DiCaprio do something wild, I'll just I'll, I'll watch Django Unchained. He but, was actually great. In, he was great in that movie. So that's the way I kind of look at when something gets overhyped because it was the first time it happened to me. And that's what happened maybe in that situation with you. Um, it's it's like <clears throat> I was aware. See, at of... the same time, though, I, I just don't think that Converge is really my type of band. Oh, yeah. So I don't, that, I don't know if I can quite agree with you. That That's fair. Um, but, I mean, coming from coming from being around the hardcore scene and being familiar with so many other bands, like I was, I was well aware of Converge at the point where fucking um, Jane Doe dropped. And like, I didn't fucking, I didn't hate them. They were just another one of the bands doing the same fucking thing. Like, eh, I, I would dude, argue, I'm telling you, I know, I know you have not gone back and seriously listened through all else failed. No, and that's what I was going to say. That was my other uh, condition was like, if you hadn't got overhyped, maybe. If I had had a wider experience with our music, maybe. But I, my, well, my de facto chaotic metal is Dillinger and Converge. I get that. I mean, yeah, for you, it, like, I, I, I don't hate on the fact that for a lot of people it was a stepping stone album. You know, I, it's I, still one of my favorite bands because I feel like they've got an identity. I don't, I don't hate the band at all. Like I said, everything after Acts to Fall, like I have, I have most. They of, really matured. I'll agree with that point. I have most of their albums after that on vinyl. Like I, nice. I really like Converge. I just, um, up to that point, it was just kind of like, okay, they're cool, but like. I'm not fucking, it's not like I put this on and I'm like, holy shit, I've never heard anything like this. And that's the way people treated that fucking album. See, and it, I, and it, I was it, driving. <laughs> it, it didn't, uh, it didn't blow you. The, it didn't blow you away the way you hoped it would. It's funny because I put on Jane Doe when I was driving to work, like, I don't know, a month ago. And it's been a long time since I really listened to it through. And I was like, <laughs> blown away <laughs> like, it's so fucking good but i get it i get it because axe to fall was very different i wasn't expecting such a jump in quality and clarity and everything well that's i think that was the biggest thing i knew they had that in them and I, like i just i, I don't know man i i think maybe I wonder if it wouldn't have happened earlier had it not been for so much of the praise that Jane Doe got if they hadn't just kind of almost ridden that wave that way, you know, like if 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 Jane Doe went largely unnoticed, would Axe to Fall have come earlier? You know, I that's an interesting question. Um something to ponder. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if they would have gotten burnt out on, I mean, the velocity of themselves, if that was the spark they needed to keep going or not. But, I mean, I like Jane Doe. I just, I completely understand how people wouldn't like it. Yeah, I mean, I'm I not going to. As, as understanding as we all are, I think, I think Phil's, I think Phil, along with everyone else here, is still going to get some hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we, so. We, we, 
I, yeah, we we might end up having to do a hate mail segment I would, soon. I would fucking... There was a long time where that was the only album I listened to because of how un, <laughs> just unlistenable some of their other material was. It was just if if I have to read someone say that the song "Seasons in the Abyss" is their favorite Slayer song, fuck you. <laughs> it is not my hey, favorite shit, song. It is one of my favorites on that album. Even if but it's... it is not my favorite Slayer oh. song. Okay. Um... <laughs> that that leaves one more of us to I love you Frank to just love you too. beat up on the crowd a bit. Um oh the crowd that makes that a lot easier. But I couldn't think of a particular album. Um I'm kind of this was difficult in general. Um You know, I I almost brought in a whole band. I I almost that's kind of I where, almost brought in Yeah, I almost brought in obituary. So is that acceptable? Because I yeah, know this yeah. band is extraordinarily popular, but I don't want to just I mean, trash somebody. The, the thing, it's it's okay. It's a here's one outside. Here's, here's one. I got one. Um, so maybe because I just haven't really spent a whole lot of time with it, um, or really the whole body of material. But when it comes down to it, today, "Crack the Sky" by Mastodon is not my favorite album and yeah yeah i'm not mad at that actually yeah i know i hear it come up a lot you know honestly um um, mastodon were one of those bands that i used to be really into a few years ago but i don't know i kind of i kind of started to hate what they began to represent because it's like they influenced so many fucking samey knockoffs like if do you remember for a while where every band wanted to sound and have this sound like and have the same aesthetic as Mastodon? Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I got so fucking burnt out on that that it got to the point where I just I couldn't stand listening to Mastodon anymore. And I mean they're not an untalented band, but god damn. No, see, and I think they really matured into a sound uh, where you may not yeah. agree. I I much prefer their recent material was it once more around once the more sun? around the sun and then oh. the new one is also really great yeah i actually heard some of the hunter and some of the songs on there did actually catch me a little you know what um what it is a, a, a lot of for me and i've i've heard people say <clears throat> to a certain extent the quote was taken out of context or this or that but um i mean the dude's also notoriously an asshole mm. um when an article came out with him saying like rather than just saying you know we're moving on and doing something different he like spurred out and was like <laughs> was like i fucking i i i don't like heavy metal uh we only played heavy shit because i thought i was being cool and rebellious at the time and we're never fucking <laughs> I remember that we're never fucking doing that again and i don't care whether or not you like it and i'm like whoa hold the fuck up because it's like first off you would never have this platform if not for the fucking metal fans who were like yo this is pretty fucking dope and went out and bought your shit now on the other hand you look at a band like between the buried and me who have gone in a very different direction from their early work and in a much more classy manner came out and said you know we're not the same band we were uh, when we did those first couple albums, and it doesn't feel right performing those songs anymore. Okay, cool. Like, I'm, I'm like not happy or mad at either of those statements. Like on the stance of like we're not playing our old shit anymore. 
Well, that's like to your argument. Um, that's the platform that got them there, and I never got a chance to hear it. And well, I mean, there's no excuse. They did a million tours. I, you know what, you know what that, <laughs> you know that kind of what that kind of makes me think of is, uh, uh, I'm gonna blow your fucking mind real quick. The only Opeth album that I have ever really loved and really enjoyed is Damnation. Really, I I love the fuck out of that album. It's great, <sighs> but like I just could never quite get into any of the other stuff they recorded but damnation for me is just like god michael ackerfeld's singing voice is fucking angelic you, you, which you, <laughs> i love because um there's i've seen a lot of memes where they always do the whole oh when your fans ask where your growls went and it's just him photoshopped on someone shrugging their shoulders you, like oh you, and and when i come out and say i actually think he does better without him is that how much hate mail is that gonna fuck you, you want a weird similarity <clears throat> um the only ministry album I like is that one. I think it was called revenge. It was their eighties, like new wave album, <laughs> which they've completely disowned. They, they refuse I've to actually talk about. I've it, actually never heard a ministry album all the way through. I mean, for the most part, I, I don't think it's worth the time, but I love that album. <laughs> um, Mike, I know what band you were going to say. Well, there was a, I actually came up with a few while we were sitting here. Like we talked about two of them. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Is it just talk about it real quick or uh, real quick, yeah. which also to be fair, like I might be the only one on the show who, who likes them. Um, Lamb of God. Oh, I just think they're yeah, blatantly you're overrated. The only one. Yeah. You yeah, are you, definitely you, the I only know, one. I know I am. You lost Ron. You're just <laughs> yeah, alone now. I'm alone. And, um, yeah, I Tom still can't think, I'm shit. sorry. Uh, New Matt's American Gospel, here. As the Palaces Burn, um, Ashes of the Wake, and Wrath. See, it's unfair because I just am turned off to his vocals. Yeah, and no, like and could, you you just will not sit through a full album. You're right. I Neither refuse. will I. <laughs> <laughs> if the instrumentation was like standout or I, I don't know. I, like, again, I don't want to just rail these guys. I know they're hugely liked, but them, Cradle of Filth was one we were talking about where I thought they were just not. Most definitely. A band who, honestly, I have yet to like anything of theirs. There's I, good stuff, dude. I, you know, uh, I, I, for the most, if it's out there, I haven't heard it. I, for the most part, agree. Uh, Frank, through through the brutal bridge segment, has forced me to go back and listen, check out some of the earlier work, and um, I, I don't, I don't hate it. I mean, at a certain point, they just became a full on fucking hot topic band. Oh, uh, big time! Like, <laughs> like them I, and and Demu, um, uh, and both. It, fucking just and became it, it broke parody. my fucking heart <laughs> like so another one that was like almost direct to hot topic was um black label society and i want to say i hate everything zach wild touches but that's just not categorically true i mean that that's, you know what uh, the song the song in the in this river is very sincere it's the the thing is it's i mean goddamn pinch harmonics oh yeah god it, it's comical when, whoever but, told him to start doing those regularly should just never be allowed to give anyone advice ever it, <laughs> look um yeah i mean that's the thing man the the dude's legit and he's he's been a part of some solid projects um i've never been a fan of black label society personally no and, Neither have I. But I will say, if you want the most hardcore drinking game ever, pick any one of their albums, <laughs> throw it on, 
and do a <laughs> shot every time he does a pinch harmonic. Oh, God. And <sighs> see, um, if, see, Phil, Phil, this is the part of the show where I have to warn you legal standpoint. Uh, if anyone tries this and they die, which they most certainly will, three tracks in, uh, you could be held legally culpable. I was going to say, it's like playing Roxanne for how many, ever many tracks are on one of their albums. Yeah, oh, I mean, or, or like going into a bar and just playing Tom Jones is what uh, what's new pussy cat like sixty <laughs> times in a row, just until somebody breaks the jukebox or hits you over the head with a wild turkey. <laughs> Get all the Black Label Society CDs ever and perform a seance and summon Zach Wild just to kick him in the balls. Oh, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna end this I'm gonna end this on an on an interesting note or at least my my edition. Uh. <laughs> Does anyone here uh, agree with me in that typo negative was not nearly as fun or as carnivore? Ah, uh, that's a it's, it's that's different. a that's a tough one to different. throw out there, man. I know, like, I know, I know. But I, I it's, love both it seems, of them. It seems I could never the only the only typo negative album that I heard that I really enjoyed was slow, deep, and hard. And that's good one. pretty, and that's pretty much just because it was like ninety percent material that was going to be used on the third Carnivore album. But Phil knows very, very well that I am a gigantic Carnivore fanboy. Yeah, like, I am a huge Carnivore fanboy. I have been for a while, but man, I just, I think it's mostly just because I never got into the whole kind of like goth rock thing. It's that's that's it was, fair. It was really big, like when I was in high school, back from like 2003 to 2007. You know those ancient days for a lot of our listeners. Uh, that like typo, like everyone I knew loved typo. See, I dealt with the opposite bullshit. Yeah, you did. I I was me and like probably one other kid. We were like the only ones who liked typo, and we got shit for it constantly. Yeah, you know, it, it it's weird to me that I like I do feel like in the past few years I've seen a lot more people talking about how much they love typo, and I'm like, wait, where the fuck were you all? Yeah, like fuck you. <laughs> so yeah, man. I mean, when it, it when just, it, it just reminds me of when I was in high school. And, you know, like, you know, nowadays people are like, oh, it's like, oh, it's cool. Nobody thought I was cool for being a metal nerd. Nobody thought I was cool for that. No. Um, you know, look, when it when it comes down to the two, like, yeah, I'm more often going to throw on Carnivore than Typo. But um, I know I, it's. Oh yeah, I I really have very little negative to say about typo. That's it. Uh, I, I, only, I, <laughs> I just I oddly I just, I just <laughs> oh, like, you do that on purpose. I I oddly only found out about Carnivore because I listened to Typo Negative. That's fair. A lot of people did because Carnivore, like Carnivore's legacy, kind of got swept under the rug. Well, maybe not intentionally, but I feel like they kind of fit for a while, and it was. There were, I think, I feel like there was like a hardcore, um, kind of group of people who still kept the whole carnivore thing alive. I found out about him, I think, two or three years ago. Uh, actually, from my old roommate, I believe he's like, "Oh yeah, like the Peter Steele from Typo. He used to be in a really cool thrash band. I think you might like." And I heard, I checked out like a thermonuclear and Predator and Male Supremacy and. Holy shit, dude! These guys are fucking amazing. Like, this is the same dude from Typo. Like, this is brutal. 
Yeah, man. And, and it was also like it's one of the they were one of those bands who if they if Carnivore started today, like if the first Carnivore album came out tomorrow, can you imagine the shitstorm that would cause? Oh, like some God. of the some of the lyrics on that album are fucking off. Like they're incredibly controversial. Oh yeah, I yeah. mean undoubtedly. Um, yeah, I, 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 God, I want to keep talking about this, but I think our episode has gone on pretty long yeah. tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm sorry. Cause I feel, I feel like that's partial. No, it was, it was cool to have a full on discussion and, um, you know, we'll, we won't, we won't do this every episode just because it is, you know, it does end up taking a bit longer, but, um, if people like yeah, it, totally. maybe we could, uh. You know, let us know, and if we get a response, maybe we can add that to a potential Patreon roster. Um, I yeah. mean, guys, even... guys, give us give us suggestions. Like, tell us what you like and what you don't like, and if there's something you guys like enough, then we'll see about doing more of it. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Right. We're very open to feedback, and you can literally get in touch with any one of us. Um, a variety of ways. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think all of our, I think all of our Twitters are posted. Um, yeah, there's... and you can you can comment you can comment through the site too through <clears throat> through SoundCloud and you can, I don't we we do have a Facebook. You guys can hit us up we through have Facebook. A, we have a website. Yeah, uh, so no, that's right. We do. So since we're we're kind of wrapping things up, uh, let me remind everyone that you can find us at fthepit.com. It will link you to. All of our social media, all of the different um, platforms that we're on that you can listen to us on. If you fucking, if you stumbled across the SoundCloud episode but you prefer iTunes, we're there. So, um, yeah, go check out fthepit.com. Downloads mean a lot to us. Reviews, anything. Subscriptions. Yeah, uh, guys, comments. Leave, leave reviews. Leave feedback. That yeah. really helps us, guys. We, we'd love to hear from you, uh, honestly. Because, you know, for we, the most part, like, if we don't hear anything, we're flying in the dark just assuming that everything's okay. If it's terrible, we're going to keep doing this. <laughs> yep. Well, so. um, so, yeah, guys, um, like, we've been talking, and we want to start doing a bit of a promotional push. So, if you guys, anyone listening, if you guys want to help us out, spread us around. Um, spread us like fucking herpes, man. That's all we ask. Yeah. You're a part of any groups, especially metal groups, uh, anything, yeah. you know. Post is out there. Uh, it's it's much appreciated. Uh, and and oh, huge. Oh, before we go, before we go, I just want to mention huge thanks uh, from from me personally to the guys that in the uh, into the combine, a much larger metal podcast, who uh, gave me like a little Twitter shout out. They're like, hey, cool to hear you hear, hear you regularly. And I'm not gonna nice. lie. That made my fucking week. I like chatting those dudes up. There. Yeah, yep. they're, they're good dudes yeah, over there. Uh, just to be acknowledged positively in any way for my work on this podcast is fucking, it's fucking amazing to me. Nice, man. Also, uh, a, a big shout out to, uh, to the guys in Paladin. If you guys remember the, yeah. the, the first band that Mike brought yeah. in last week playing that insanely epic shit, uh, they, they got back in touch with us, reposted us. Thank you guys. That is so huge, huge thanks to, to us. dudes from Paladin. And uh, we, we really hope that some of our listeners are out there picking up your shit right now because you fucking Let's deserve hope. it. Um, anyway, uh, Frank, I, 
I believe that brings us somewhere. It does. We have arrived at our destination. It is now safe to undo your seatbelt. Good night, ladies. <laughs>